0: You're at the pool and swimming, and you start to get that feeling. I think you know what it's time to do. Take a break and go poo! You're outside jumping rope, and you think you gotta go. I think you know what it's time to do. Take a break and go pool. <laughs> I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four.
1: Maybe they should change that song to, when you go to TJ Maxx and Target, you gotta go poo. It's in the news again. We've talked about this in the past. And good morning and welcome to the Mark and Kim show at 5.55. On this Tuesday morning, 27th day of June 2023, rain chances don't exist today. Whoa. Not today, not tomorrow, not on Thursday, but maybe Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, you talked about this. Did this something you felt, or is this something that you've just seen in videos of other people going to TJ Maxx and Target?
0: Target, for sure, because Target, when you walk in, it's right there in the front, so you know you can go. Their bathrooms are generally clean.
1: You know that has nothing to do with the laxative effect.
0: Oh, and the laxative effect was Hobby Lobby, I thought.
1: Well, TJ Maxx, Target on the top of this story, and there mm. has now been a doctor weighing in on... That feeling you must have when you walk into your fo- your favorite, I guess, large department store. Well, for Target,
0: well- you know you're going to be there a while usually, so you don't you don't do, to do just a, a quick run in. No, Target's never a quick run in.
1: That's not true because I constantly am in the front in the lane waiting for someone to run in and run out of Target. Happens all- twice a week in the lane. Yeah, like like I pull down to the end of the you know to you know where you can pick up people. Hello? why would you sit there in the lane because she's running in and running out yeah mm. and i pull right up but well, that's not what this is about okay
0: let's, but we let's, need to make a note of that though because you shouldn't sit there in the lane and wait on people is that what this is about <laughs> well it could be i mean i'm not gonna note that you should that's i thought we talked about people par- parking
1: that, in the fire lane or sitting this is not the fire lane dear oh okay. you know what i'm saying i'm against the median I'm, I'm sitting against the median Okay, you're missing the point. Okay, as usual. you want to go with that? Let's just go with that. No,
0: right. we'll go with this. I'm just going to make a note about that.
1: Do I need to draw a schematic for you?
0: Not right now. Go ahead okay. with the bathroom thing.
1: You understand? There's there's a fire lane. Which no, is go right ahead with the, st- the bathroom thing. Oh no That's no no! no. We're here now. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the fire lane. We're in the we're in the waiting area. We're in the we're in the pick. You pull up and pick up people as they're coming out. You understand how that is? No. Do you know? You have used, when's the last time you went to a Target parking lot with like there's trees with the medians? Yeah. yeah. You pull up against that and you wait for people and then you pull right back out.
0: No, you don't wait for anybody in a, in a parking lot for somebody to come out. You don't. No. Why not? You're blocking other people. No, we're not blocking <laughs> anybody. On with the bathroom thing? No, I, I,
1: I, there's no bathroom
0: thing. No, there is. That's what you started with. Did I? Yes. You I cannot remember. It seems so
1: long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. So
0: the bathroom thing, TJ Maxx and Target is at the top of this story now, but Hobby Lobby was the one that started it. It was the laxative effect. Of, gosh, months ago now.
1: Yeah, people said it happens at Ross, Barnes and Noble, Macy's, Home Goods, and Michaels, and a doctor says it's the it's the surge of emotion and the anxiety feelings that you get
0: anxiety of
1: overstimulation and the over overstimulation is a lot like the ways in which coffee can also move your digestive tract when you take coffee like when you drink coffee it moves your digestive tract mm-hmm hmm Hmm. and so because you can't handle all that is target and all that is Ross or TJ Maxx or any anything with a big wide open space I, I have a question how do you deal with the outdoors There's no more big and wider open space.
0: See, when it said overstimulation, I thought maybe all the stuff, because there's so much in all of those stores. You know, the selection Mm -hmm. and all the things. That's Mm -hmm. what I think of as overstimulation. Well, well, So much to see welcome so much to do.
1: Dr. Superior Rayo says there's not enough definitive research on the connections, but it's because of the surge in emotion we feel while walking into a TJ Maxx (laughs) or a Target. Huh. Or waiting to pick somebody up. I'll have to draw my schematic. Which which target do you go to?
0: Well, I go to the couple. One at, I go to the one at Turkey Creek. I, I go, go to the, the one, one, at, one.
1: I'm in the one in North Shore Town Center, which has a side, and then there's a. Fr- you, you're, uh, I'm not, I've been to
0: that one. Okay.
1: There's a lane. There's Does a, it
0: say pickup lane?
1: There's nothing that says pickup lane.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: You're not allowed to wait in the car for somebody now.
0: Well, it's just we we'll, we'll have to talk about it. You'll draw a schematic. I, 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 do we have to talk about it? Well, draw a thing for it.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> well, welcome to the Mark and Kim show where it's already off the rails. And we'll be back. <laughs> We've we'll got uh, Did You See's coming up next. Start with a 2.1 Knoxville's number one hit music station, powered by the Ooten Law Firm. That is the Mark and Kim show. 86 is the high today, 88 tomorrow, 91 on Thursday, 95 Friday and Saturday. So some summer-like feels. As we get some rain kicking in on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we got her versus him, Mark versus Kim coming up. We got tickets to Muse Knoxville, Knoxville's Children's Museum. We can play for free with her versus him coming up seven twenty on Star One Two Point One. Do it, leap, Star Two Point One. If you dance in the night and it's on stage, do it, on stage. Do it. Make sure you don't trip over anything that somebody throws on stage at you. Did you see a fan threw her mother's ashes on stage during a Pink concert? It's coming on the heels, if you will, of the, uh, the phone being th- uh, thrown at BB Rexa, wanged her in the face, stitches, bruises, the whole thing. And what was else? Somebody else threw something on stage, or somebody, oh no, somebody reached up and slapped Ava Max, jumped on stage, and I guess they were attempting to hug Ava Max. There's really not any video of that yet.
0: And they ended up slapping her?
1: Yeah, her hand, the guy's hand came up and, and delivered a, almost a cold cock. So to speak.
0: So throwing the mom's ashes up there was it just like a handful of ashes, or the urn, or do what? Do
1: you, you think she unscrewed the top of the urn or whatever you do with that, and you poured a couple of ashes in? Like she's, I, I didn't know, like a cloud of ashes. Didn't I? Don't I didn't see, so I don't know. Mm. I mean, baggy. Some people, oh, ashes baggy. Mm. Is it disrespecting the ashes to put it into a baggie?
0: Well, maybe the mom really or are enjoyed.
1: Come, or do they come in a baggy? Because I know the dog's ashes did inside the box was a baggie of. Mm-hmm, you know, that's how
0: my Caitlins were, my dog. Um when you sound like they make sound like a child. Well, that's the reason I said my dog, my yeah. Caitlyn, cuz I thought, well, that that didn't sound good.
1: Yeah, fan, fans throwing things on stage during concerts may have reached its apex during Pink's show at Hyde Park in London the other day during Just Like a Pill. That was a song. a Woman threw her mom's ashes on stage. Luckily, the ashes weren't loose. Sealed plastic baggie. No, they didn't hit Pink. She picked them up and said, Wait, is this your mom? Oh my gosh! I don't know how I feel about this. Lucky guess that it was a mom. I don't know if they had a sign. What were they expecting? In, what were they expecting Pink to do with the ashes?
0: Well, maybe you know when it said, "Is it disrespect for the for the ashes?" If the mom really enjoyed Pink, I mean, mm. I, she may have asked to have been sprayed. at the Pink concert. How about you, pay, concert? you play some Pink
1: at her memorial service?
0: Well, you could have done that, too, but I mean, that's maybe all the, That's all the
1: interaction that Pink needs with anybody's ashes, except maybe her husband's.
0: And if you throw ashes at a concert, that could have been considered, I mean, they may have had to shut the place down, because if you, I mean, is shut it considered, well, if it's, it could be considered bad, I mean, is it bad if you spread ashes and they land on people?
1: Well, I don't not, know. It's, it's certainly not ricin.
0: I don't know, it's though. Not,
1: well, it's, not, it's not. I mean, you could spread ashes you, places. You do realize that it's just ashes.
0: I know, it's but It's not is some it,
1: sort of poison. It's not arsenic or it's not... No,
0: I understand that. It's but nothing is white it, powdery. But is it...
1: It's bone fragments, remember? I
0: understand that, but he, is it considered...
1: Like a biohazard or yeah, something?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to see. Let's...
1: Maybe they died of some sort of really bad disease or yeah. something, but I, I don't think so. I think the burning takes care of everything. It does burn them. Keep in mind.
0: But people might feel some kind of way about well, somebody's okay, ashes. Feeling some kind around. of way
1: is one thing, but like, equating it with spreading ricin is a completely other one.
0: <laughs> hmm. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, she, I don't know if they had landed on people like when you throw them up on a stage, if they had been loose.
1: That's not the case, though. If you'd like no, to take another hyper-
0: <laughs> hypothetical
1: situation and run with it, you can't. Well, no. Uh, Pink bends down, picks them up, gently places them out of the way in front of a speaker. I guess so mom gets the best <laughs> audio experience. <Put> it in <laughs> front Mom's of the up on stage the
0: rest of the show. Yeah.
1: And then she continued on with the song. It, it's it's just another it's another case of where. Just because you bought a ticket to a show, like you think that you're entitled to some sort of special access. Like when you throw your phone on stage and hope that somebody will take a photo with it and, send, mm. and throw it back to you. Or you throw any kind of undergarment on stage. I mean, you know, you know, male country artists may enjoy that and have a good time with it. But certainly, who do you think you are just because you bought a ticket that you can interact with the celebrity on stage? Who, I mean, who do you really think you are? Just go there, watch the show, dance in front of the people sitting down behind you. Shut up. And go about your business. Don't get drunk. Don't get high. Don't ruin it for everybody else. They all paid ticket prices too, and fees, and the rest of it. Ash is on stage. What, what, what does she want? Pink to scatter them on the floor and walk through them or something?
2: Do a ceremony.
1: Uh, what does she expect? Oh, that would have been something. You know, man. really? I mean, truly,
2: people. You know, people.
1: <laughs> She's Doja she Cat. Well, I'm Star One 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. Uh, Kathy has texted into the program as we were talking about Pink. And someone had thrown her mom, their mom's ashes, not Pink's mom's ashes. Why do you have those? Uh, Her mom's ashes on the stage where Pink then gently picked them up and placed them right next to a speaker. Um, Kathy has texted a small list here. She goes, do you remember all these things that happened with different people's ashes? Like the ashes of a Star Trek actor were smuggled onto the International Space Station? Did you know that? What better place... Okay, I guess not. Would I don't you, well, remember better, that. Thank you. Well, Better Place, we'll discuss other celebrities' death requests next. That's Cupid, 50-50 star, what a 2.1 Mark and Kim show. Yeah, we were talking about pink and the ashes thrown on stage at a pink concert. Those would be dead people's ashes, not cigarette ashes. I don't know what they expected, this per- what they expected pink to do with the mom's ashes, but Kathy texted in the link. She says, here's a BuzzFeed article you might want to look at. Where it talks about other ashes that have been famous. Tupac Shakur. Familiar? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Tupac Shakur. His ashes, after his death, were smoked by members of his former group, the Outlaws. Or, or just Outlaws, excuse me. Like rolled up into a blunt. Really? And
2: smoked. Never knew that.
0: That seems a little...
1: What?
2: Excessive?
0: Yeah.
1: When you say excessive, do you, do you mean Gross. Yeah. You mean like that's not something like you would, the, why I, would you like if you if you were a cigarette smoker and you let your ashes flick off the end of your cigarette would you then collect them up and smoke them again?
0: No. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that ashes, that seems ashes, like they've already been And
1: I thought incinerated. we learned I thought we learned that ashes were just kind of you know from he who shall not be named said that ashes are just ground up bone.
0: They are. Cuz when so I looked anytime up to you see, see if they were like, a biohazard. Well,
1: they're it not. explained well, again. But they're not though.
0: They're not. They're, uh, not. they're
1: not. They're not. They're not ricin. They're not any kind of, you know, somebody send them to you in an envelope. You wouldn't have to call, I don't know, poison control or whatever. Um, There was a a writer back in the day called Hunter S. Thompson. And Johnny Depp honored his request to have his ashes fired from a cannon. So they put it into a cannonball or a projectile and boom! Off Mm -hmm. goes Hunter S. Thompson. That's kind of (laughs) cool. Fred Bauer, the inventor of Pringles, had his ashes buried in a...
0: Pringles can, I bet.
1: Yep. No, it's actually a Doritos can. Oh. <laughs> Those 3D Doritos. Um, yeah, a Pringles can, hmm. the original flavor, aka McDonald's French fries flavor. Yeah, because they're the exact same thing. Oh, I'd go viral on TikTok if I started that again. <laughs> People are begging, no, please, <laughs> no, please don't. Carrie Fisher, she died. I think she died on an airplane, didn't she? I think she died on her flight. Her ashes are held in an urn shaped like a Prozac pill. Hmm. I guess she had fun with her Prozac over the years.
0: <laughs> maybe that kept her around as long as, it, as she was, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it helped her stay around as long as she was. The Prozac.
1: Um, this is kind of ashes to ashes, dust to dust thing, as opposed to just pure ashes. Luke Perry okay. of 90210 fame mm-hmm. wanted to be eco-friendly, so he used buried in a mushroom burial suit. Oh, but
0: if you're placed oh, into yeah. a casket, though... And, maybe and, he went maybe he was buried in a
1: oh like a cardboard
0: so, box or something uh, so that it would because pe- some people do that, so, mushroom, that so
1: so when you see when you tell the kids which mushrooms to eat and which mushrooms not to eat
0: watch that one it could be
1: daddy do you try to avoid uh, the Luke Perry mushrooms I would think so was he into hallucinogenics <laughs> did he did he love did he like to trip I don't know if those could be and uh, uh this is not necessarily ashes but it's just so perfect Aretha Franklin had four outfit changes for her three viewings and, and funeral. I love that.
0: Sounds like something I would do. <laughs> no, 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 I can't no, decide no, which no, burial no, dress no, I want. No, <laughs> What
1: you would do is what Elizabeth Taylor, the actress, did. She wanted to be fashionably late to her service, so it began 15 minutes after it announced I starting like that. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> starting at 2.1, 643. We are one hour away from careless whispering. And I've even brought in my own personal noise-canceling headphones to make sure that mm. she can't hear a word or a phrase that you guys on the Facebook post have suggested as the words that I will mouth to her while she can only read my lips one hour from right that now. should
0: be interesting. Mm. Well,
1: they're no more creative or any less creative than I am. And I've come up with some doozies. Matter of mm. fact, the example was um, edible underwear, which uh, <laughs> I think you got, got you some, saying something like uh, body for Jesus or <laughs> swice me mellows or... Watermelon Booger no for talent. all the other fabulousness. That is Careless Whispering coming up 7.45 and 8. We have so many entries. We'll have to have a couple of segments of Careless Whispering coming up. <laughs> That's Pink and Trust Fall on Star Wars 2.1. Nostal's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. You know, we talked about the easiest job in television recently based on the fact that Pat Sajak is retiring from Wheel of Fortune after what 38 years or whatever it's been. 40, it's 40 isn't it? 41 years, or something like that. Um... And we decided at that point in time that an easier job than Pat Sajak's. I think he works a couple of days a month. He makes a s ton of money with like fifteen million dollars a year or more. Um, but we also decided that hosting and being conversationally eloquent and and being able to be part of the you know the chat that takes place between the contestants and he is somewhat of a talent. Yeah. Okay. And we decided that Vanna White's job of walking over and turning number uh, turning letters. Was possibly the easiest job ever.
0: Yeah, she just follows Mm -hmm. the lights. $3
1: million a year, Mm -hmm. which is five times less than Pat makes, and the internet's not happy. And and, as a matter of fact, Vanna not happy. Mm -hmm. She might stay with Wheel of Fortune after Pat leaves, but she says, oh, I need a raise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what?
0: Yeah, she's asking for more money. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think she deserves it?
0: Sure. She's the, you know, if she's going to stay because she's the she face and name that, that is, is still known.
1: Is she a draw? People love Vanna. There was a time when Vanna White was the draw. I mean, she was all it was all things Vanna. As a matter of fact, Vanna even started in some movies because of it.
0: Hmm.
1: Or at least a, a movie. There was a Vanna White movie.
0: A, a v- Vanna White movie? Was it her vehicle, so to speak? Was she the... She was the star. Look really? it up. Really? Vanna
1: White movie. See what you find there, Ricky Research. Mm-hmm. Um, many would argue that she's just as important, and that's exactly what the internet's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, White spends as much at the same time on set as Pat Sajak, mm-hmm. more actually due to hair, makeup, and wardrobe obligations. Obligations? Well, how is wardrobe an obligation?
0: People expect her to look and act a certain you don't think way.
1: There's a designer that has her size and has an entire line of clothing, and says, "Here, Vanna." Wear this today. Well, Look up the Vanna White movie. What'd you find? Uh, it was The Goddess of Love. The Goddess of Love. And it's not a porn film. It sounds like that. It's not. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a vehicle. It was a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was horrible. When was it? <laughs> in the 80s. Had to be late 80s at the, uh, at the latest. 1988. 88. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was in her heyday then, if you will. And uh, she had also become famous for, let's just say, pre-fame portraits, if you will.
0: Wasn't was she a model before she? Yes, she was.
1: Okay. A lingerie model, Ooh. which should be worth about three million just on its own. But, um, and she does much more publicity for the show than Pat Sajak. When have I ever? When have you ever seen Vanna do something that Pat wasn't a part of? Like the, all their travels around the world to highlight the death. And this week we'll be giving away a trip to Mali or Bali or wherever. Yeah. Okay. And I then know they're they there for like, the like, show. Yeah, like and... they couldn't green screen them. No, they had to bring them there so they get the wind in their hair. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good vacation slogan. And, uh, bring them there uh, so they can get the wind of their to hair. hair. <laughs> yeah, she's a personality. She's part of the show's look, feel, and appeal.
0: And now she's going to be the one that is known and that has been there for forty years. And right, yeah, why not?
1: How much do you think she needs to make more than three million a year? At least three more. So six million is what you're happy with. Sure. You have a figure? Besides uh, Vanna White's, uh, <laughs> hourglass. That's your figure? You Going without hourglass on that? That's when the hourglass the sands are running out on the time. I, I think
0: she should go with Pat. Pat goes, she goes a whole new fresh See, I was kinda surprised she wasn't. A whole know, new fresh start just,
1: for Wheel of Fortune.
0: Because she's not she's probably not gonna be there much longer. Yeah,
1: well get what you can while you can't, I guess. Mm-hmm. So three million a year plus to just to turn letters and Wear this fancy dress. Yeah. It must be nice. <laughs> Starting at 2.1, hot next few days here, 86, 88, 90, 95 over the next four to five days. It is the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Uton Law Firm.
0: We've been talking about death this morning oh, and strange great. death request. No. Well, I've got a story about something that weird, no. I think, that no. happened at a funeral. No. Yeah.
1: Can I Can I go somewhere else? If you want to, you can. Good. I'll, be, I'll see you in a few. We'll be back on Star One Two Point One. Star Two Point One with the Mark and Kim Show. Her versus him coming up in just a few minutes. Your chance to play the feud is the game of the day for a four pack of tickets to Muse Knoxville, Knoxville's Children's Museum, and then of course, Careless Whispering coming up around seven forty-five and eight o'clock, based on your suggestions about the words I should mouth to Kim. <laughs> I hope
0: they were kind. <laughs>
1: oh, let's just say this should be fun.
0: Oh, great. So one of my friends went to a funeral mm. last week.
1: Oh, I forgot that's what we we're gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be gone by now. hmm Oh no.
0: And as funerals are, things happen. No. But this had never she had never seen this happen before, and I haven't either. What do you mean
1: funerals things happen? The whole point of the funeral is that nothing happens. Well, There's a dead person laying there. You happen. listen quietly, and then you and you mourn and then you leave.
0: Well, but things do happen. Like selfies being taken at the casket. Ah. And so one of the granddaughters had gone up and took a, a selfie at the casket, because her grandmother was up there in the casket.
1: Was it open?
0: It was an open casket. Oh my God! And what so wrong? what is
1: wrong with people? And so there's no respect for the dead.
0: And so she thought this was odd, but then the family members started gathering around the <laughs> casket, and this and it was ear. It was odd anyway. She thought, but then it was odd, even more odd, because people were still there. Um, it was still like the, still there, the receiving mean, of friends. Right, yeah. they hadn't the, even gotten to the funeral part yet. So oh the this so is why I don't go. So people were up there, and then they started taking groups of pictures. Like the remaining family members, the brothers and sisters were up there, and they would take a picture of all this. Is them not a wedding around the casket, with, but it was like wedding pictures. That's what I'm it saying. Was a funeral. It's not a wedding. They had the brothers and sisters. They a professional photographer. The, no, no, okay. not that I know of. At least of. there's that. <laughs> but it was someone taking pictures of all oh the brothers and God. sisters, and then the cousins. Was and dead, all that, with, a, with the dead with, person with a dead in the casket,
1: you know how I feel about dead bodies.
0: I, I know you don't like the dead bodies anyway, and you're uncomfortable. And I've seen, like, at funerals. I know we've done pictures, <laughs> but not with the dead person. I mean, it's like, why would you do
1: pictures at a funeral?
0: Because a lot of times at the funeral, you see people you don't see all the time. Right. You know, yeah. So it's is like, there
1: usually a receiving afterwards, like a reception afterwards somewhere else other than the church where the body is? Or, not always. Like sometimes, sometimes home, you'll go to say. someone's
0: home. That's what I'm saying. There's the picture. Stuff.
1: There's the picture. Somebody you haven't seen a long. But
0: time. if you're, but if it's the receiving your friends or something, and, oh. and people are having to go because they've come from out of town. Like sometimes at the funeral home, you'll take pictures because it's like, well, we haven't all been together. You'll take pictures, <sighs> but not with the body there. At least in my family, for it's what? not. We Who don't are those take pictures, pictures of the body. For? Everybody, I guess. And I have been in a home.
1: Yes, you have. Not that I've someone I know,
0: but um, I mean, not somebody in my family. But where you're sitting there, and there's a picture of someone in the casket on the wall. Okay, it was an
1: older person, and that's just something I just can't be a part of.
0: But this was very Mm. odd. She said, Mm. "She Mm. goes when I looked up and saw my friend turned around taking a selfie, like leaning." First well, the casket was this
1: last week because it was with National it, Selfie it was Day. Last was week,
0: it, was it? I don't know that it was National Selfie Day that they did this I mean, on, but I mean, I had never heard of such a thing, so I don't know if this is something that has become the norm as people take selfies. Mm. Um, I
2: actually have a, a confession. I actually had somebody in my family do the exact same thing, but back with the throwaway cameras, back when we had the throwaway cameras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I,
1: somebody had to develop and
2: print that film. Yeah. With a picture of a, uh. it, it, yeah, it's, it was weird. one well, you were. Uh, Did they take no, family no, no, no. pictures? No, no, no. Uh, she just put her head in the casket. Wow.
1: So selfie when you couldn't even see yourself before. Yeah. You took the picture. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Turn the uh, oh, doorway camera. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. So it might thank, be a thing. Thanks for uh, yeah. creeping me out. I appreciate that. And I, then of I mean, course it, you know you threw selfies in there too. You know my other favorite thing. I know wakes and selfies. I know. No, the dead bodies are supposed to be you know dead. And, you, you know, you just, you've just had your time. If you missed the pictures before they died, well, then TFB, baby. TFB.
0: <laughs> Hello, Mark. I wanted to tell you really quick. Larry Click, the owner of Click Funeral Home, told a story to us that they had a body at a home for the viewing instead of a church and those people decided they hadn't had a family picture in a long time so they got daddy out of the coffin and set him up in the chairs and took a family photo oh my god i had to tell that story no oh no that's too far
1: well in a shocking development Every call has been a woman for the last three minutes and 42 seconds. So I guess we'll need a man now that the... Let me clear the lines other than Jenny. Jenny is ready to play after she pumps her gas. Uh, I'll need a man at six five six seven She's eight. She's
0: multitasking.
1: 7827. Seven. Uh, the lines are now open. And um, we're going to have to make a change with the game. We're going to have to move it to another time. We, might, we may have worn out our welcome at 730-ish. So... <laughs> Get on the phone, gentlemen callers. Let's go six five six seven eight two seven. We've got prizes for you next. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim. The feud is next on Starwater 2.1. Start with a 2.1, her versus him, Mark versus Kim. We got our two contestants ready to play. The
0: game, known as the feud, is we welcome Jenny and Eddie. Eddie and Jenny are playing the feud today for a four pack of tickets to Muse Knoxville. Join them in June and July for Muse Pop, a summer museum experience featuring weekly rotating themes, including your general admission ticket. Open Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m.
1: The Muse Pop is also what you get on your backside if, in fact, you don't act right at Muse, just so you know. Hi, Eddie. Good morning. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, good morning. Hey, Jenny. Hey. Top five answers will be on the board the first round and the first point. Let's start with the ladies. Here we go. Jenny, top five answers on the board. Give me the most popular answer. Name a piece of jewelry you don't wear all the time. Uh, Earrings. Are the earrings on the list? Did not make the top five. Kim, name a piece of jewelry you don't wear all the time. Necklace. Is the necklace on the list? Steve Wright, two. Hmm. Name a piece of jewelry, Jenny, that you don't wear all the time. Ankle bracelet. Is the ankle bracelet on the list? It is at number two. Kim? Toe rings. Is the toe ring on the list? Here we go. Number one on the list. One and two off the board and one strike to work with. Jenny, name a piece of jewelry you don't wear all the time.
2: A regular bracelet.
1: Just a regular old bracelet.
2: <clears throat> As Kim has six on them. How many you
1: have on oh, just, just, two. Two. just two.
2: That's strike three. Hey, boys, talk it out. I'm going to go with watch, a belly button ring, nose ring.
1: Time for discussion is over. Those are your suggestions, Eddie. Name a piece of jewelry you don't wear all the time watch is the watch on the list no really? it did not make the top five toe ring ankle bracelet thumb ring unless you're kim of course tongue piercing and nose ring one through five okay. yay jenny all right
2: score Steve. c yeah. all right that's one for jenny zero for eddie
1: all right we stay with eddie the boys here we go top five answers on the board eddie give me the most popular answer name something that gets broken often mirrors Mirrors. Is the mirror made out of glass? Yes, it is. Glass slash mirrors at number one. Tyro- Tyrone. Sorry. <laughs> I got Muse Knoxville on the brain. <laughs> Tyler. Name of something that gets broken often. Uh, number two pencil. A pencil. The pencil. What about those number three pencils? Are they tougher? <laughs> is a number two pencil? She <laughs> should have gone graphite. Strike number one. Eddie named something that gets broken often. Phone screens. The phone screen. Is the phone screen on the list? Ooh. Did not that kind of that's kind of
2: glass. Sorry. That's strike yeah. number two. Tyler. I'm gonna go with uh, plates like uh dinnerware.
1: Dinnerware. Is the dinnerware on the list? Ooh. Probably would fall under glass. <laughs> strike three girls, talk it out for the second and third points.
0: Fingernails.
1: Um the time, the time for discussion is over. Jenny, for the second and third point, name something that gets broken often.
0: Fingernails.
1: Is the nail on the list? Did oh. not make the top five. Glass slash mirror, number one. A bone, and number two. A heart, which she said, by the oh, way. At number cool. three, the law gets broken often. Mm-hmm. At number four, and... Oops. And at number five, nail.
0: Oh, so we got it. (laughs) You did it. Sorry. Oh, yay, (laughs) Jenny! Sorry. There it is on the list at number five. I love it. Oops, there it is. (laughs) Oops. I did it again.
1: So that's the second and third point, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Ed. Scoremaster Steve. All right, that's three for Jenny, zero for Eddie. (laughs) All right, Eddie. Jenny, you're in the lead, so you get to decide if you want to play this. It's round three, top four answers on the board. You can play this or pass this, Jenny. Name a memento from high school that you've kept all these years. Do you want to play that or pass that? We'll pass. (laughs) You'll pass. All right, Eddie. Name a memento from high school that you kept. Yearbook. Is the yearbook on the list? It is at number one. Tyler. Tyler diploma is the diploma that's a memento <laughs> strike number one not necessarily um uh, eddie two uh, three answers left Clamporing. is the ring on the list it is at number two tyler <laughs> cap and gown kept that cap and gown i did strike number two are you sure you graduated
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> eddie right by.
1: third strike or two answers left here we go name a memento from high school that you kept
2: Letterman jacket.
1: Is the Letterman jacket on the list? Yes, yeah. it is at number three. Tyler. Mm.
0: Two seconds, Tyler. Yeah. Don't
2: let
0: me down here, Strike number no, he let you down. Girls, talk it out for the win. <laughs> the tassel from your cap. Um right
1: later. here we go. Yeah. yeah. Jenny, to win the game six to nothing. Name a memento from high school letters. that you kept what? High school level letters is love letters on the list and it is much yeah. to the chagrin of your current husband your old high school love letters are there and Jenny congratulations yearbook class ring letter jacket love letters if it had been number five what do you think it would have been prom corsage at number five oh tassel didn't make the list no, none of the graduation like the gap and gown made the list but Jenny congratulations we'll see you muse, in Knoxville Thank you. Starting at 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. When we come back, Kim and the noise-canceling headphones and me trying to mouth some words and still see if she can read my lips. Careless Whispering is next. Hang on. We put up a Facebook post yesterday in this, and we said, hey, you want to help us out with Careless Whispering? And so here it is. Kim has noise-canceling headphones on. I think I'm playing a little ACDC for yeah. her in her ears. <laughs> we are recording this on video to release what to our- What am I listening to? We'll release this to our social media as the video of this so people can see what it looks like. <laughs> AC/DC. She's got noise, can- she can't hear me, she can't hear me. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> here we go. So you guys have suggested what I mouth to her and then she'll try to read my lips. Are you ready? Round, Round one. one. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it's thunderstruck from ACDC in her <laughs> headphones right now. All right, here we go. <laughs> Bucky's brisket.
0: Fussy breeches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bucky's brisket.
0: Buddy. Jeez. Oh, 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 oh. I don't think I could say that. You're on the radio, Kim. I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: We'll, right. we'll move on. <clears throat> Thank you to Rebecca for that one. Deanna has said this one. <clears throat> Cinderella Slipper. <laughs> Got to say something. Uh, Cinderella Slipper. I'm sorry. I was happy to that. Cinderella Slipper.
0: Eraser board Last time Is this the same one? Okay
1: Cinderella slipper
0: Cereal buggers
1: (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, moving on This one comes to us from Mitzi Here we go Gutter kittens
0: Lugger (laughs) scents Gutter kittens Luggers I don't know Last time Last time
1: gutter kittens
0: <laughs> we'll be back we'll be back your more. tongue's doing that <laughs> it looks like you're doing <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: be back on Star 102.1 more Careless Whispering on the way
2: it's Careless Whispering Bucky's Brisket
0: buddy bitches <laughs> I don't think I could say that you're on the radio Kim <laughs> I'm sorry. Mark I honestly think that that was
1: probably Kim's best guess ever, huh? Start with a 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with a Mark and Kim show powered by the Uton Law Firm and also powered by Careless Whispering. I mouth the words, Kim tries to say the words, and, um... Cinderella slipper.
0: Cereal buggers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? Gutter kittens.
0: Luggeries.
1: <laughs> we'll be back. 2.1, Knoxville's number one at Music Station with the Mark and Kim Show. Careless whispering as submitted by you on our Facebook post. I've got great, great two-word phrases we're going to be mouthing to Kim here. Can she read my lips? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> I've tried to move this massive mustache and beard out of the way because I'd hate for her to get in, you know. I couldn't see it for all the facial hair. Right. So here we yeah. go. Here we go. Here we go. We'll move down to oh, from Jennifer. Here we go. Careless whispering. Starlight fist fight. Strawberry sherbert. Starlight fist fight.
0: (laughs) Chocolate visa.
1: (laughs) Moving on. This is what.
0: Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Yes. Dirty deeds. I know this song. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I know this
1: song. Can you can you control yourself? <laughs> right.
0: Dirt, dirt, cheap. Sorry, I didn't know the other songs. I know this song. Stop. <laughs> Sorry,
1: trying to do a radio show here, Kim. This is from Mark. This is from Mark. Rural jeweler.
0: Fur, 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 sheep is what it looks. Like. Oh, <laughs> Your mouth is going fur, 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 sheep.
1: Rural jeweler. Fur-fur-chewy. Last time, rural jeweler.
0: Frozen-chewy. <laughs> Moving on.
1: <laughs> Next one, here we go. Legal technicality.
0: This is the last time.
1: <laughs> legal technicality.
0: This is lassie.
1: <laughs> last time, legal technicality.
0: These are ladies.
1: <laughs> Next. Here we go next round this is from Lainey elephant shoes
0: Lady shoes Ooh.
1: elephant shoes
0: ladies shoes
1: last time elephant shoes
0: ladies slippers <laughs>
1: lady <laughs> was I close
0: oh. mm-hmm.
1: and we're moving on to Nathan Nathan here beaver tail
0: beaver's jello <laughs> Beaver tail. Beaver's shekels. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next from Madison, Eli's Buick.
0: Let's poop.
1: <laughs> Eli's Buick.
0: <laughs> and again? Uh,
1: Last time, Eli's Buick.
0: Let's poop. <laughs> wee. I don't know. We. <laughs>
1: This is from Shelly. Beaver Nuggets.
0: Miffy Miffy Jeeps.
1: <laughs> beaver Nuggets.
0: Beaver Nuggets. Oh! oh! Is it right? Take care, you got I it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. You got Beaver, beaver Nuggets. nuggets? Take care, you, go? you got Beaver Nuggets. You got Beaver Nuggets. nuggets. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh,
2: she got one.
1: Let's continue next. I know what we're we'll going to do. Three seconds. Oh, right. I got one right. You Woo! got one right.
0: Yeah, we'll I never through. get one right.
1: <laughs> we'll be back. Oh my god, and the ones you got wrong. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Star on a two
1: point one Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. We got so many comments on our careless whispering post, where I say things and Kim tries to read my lips. We just mm-hmm. can't stop. I'm sorry, and you're just too daggum funny, woman. Rural jeweler.
0: Fur-fur-fur sheep is what it looks (laughs) (laughs) like. Is this your first time hearing that? Your lips are fur-fur-fur-fur. Your mouth is going (laughs) fur-fur-fur-fur sheep.
1: Rural jeweler.
0: Fur-fur chewy.
1: Rural jeweler.
0: Frozen chewy.
1: (laughs) Beaver tail.
0: Beavers shekels. (laughs) Shekels. Yes.
1: The beaver shekels. Cost you a lot of shekels to get some beaver, I guess. I don't know. We'll be back with more Careless Whispering next. Hang on. That's SZA on Starwater 2.1, Mark and Kim's show. Kevin has texted into the program and asked, before we play another round of Careless Whispering, for my response when you one time, while Harry Styles was hot with watermelon sugar, I put watermelon sugar on the list of Careless Whispering (laughs) where I say it, you can't hear me. Mm Mm-hmm. This was when I said watermelon sugar. This is what she said, and then my reaction after. Here we that. go. Watermelon sugar.
0: Watermelon booger. <laughs> what? Ooh, here we go. I gotta get a straight face. <laughs> I don't know. Watermelon booger.
1: Gee, I wonder why I lost my mind. All right, switch headphones.
0: I'm so in the moment. I don't- <laughs> Oh, you're so in the moment. All right, uh, yeah, yes. Just-
1: Careless whispering where she can't hear me. Matter of fact, i got to put the music back on loud in her headphones. A little bit more thunderstruck for you, Kim. You seemed to like that one earlier. Is it on? It's yes, going. It's music on. is. on. All right, and we are recording this for our social, so you can see the video of me saying it and her responding. We appreciate you listening and watching on all the socials. And Yeah, we're on TikTok. All right, you ready? <clears throat> here we go. This one comes to us from Brittany. She should be able to get this one, Tyler. She should be able to get this Think one. I so. All right, all right, here we go. Pickle
0: pizza. I'm a Mr. Guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> Pickle pizza. Please make me pizza.
1: <laughs> That's the name of a restaurant now. We need to figure out how to spell that. We know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anaphylactic shock.
0: I love Mr. Shocks.
1: <laughs> Anaphylactic shock.
0: I'm not really shy.
1: Not at all. <laughs> Last time. Last time. Anaphylactic shock.
0: I'm laughing at your shock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was close. <laughs>
0: oh, uh,
1: <clears throat> Swiss wristwatches.
0: Swissy watches. <laughs> Swiss,
1: <laughs> Swiss wristwatches.
0: Swiss watches. Last time. Last time.
1: Swiss wristwatches.
0: Swiss cheese watches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Belligerent ballerina.
0: Pick my pockets.
1: This is from Jay, uh, From Jess. Belligerent ballerina.
0: Put this in your pocket, please.
1: (laughs) Belligerent ballerina.
0: Blister in pockets.
1: (laughs) This one's from Jenna. Or Gina, excuse me.
0: The last word looks like pockets.
1: Moving on.
0: Moving on.
1: Toasted tootsies.
0: Show us your dishes. (laughs) Toasted tootsies. Shocking dishes. (laughs)
1: Last few From Joshua Want a vacuum?
0: What about you? Want a vacuum? What have I done?
1: (laughs) Want a vacuum?
0: What's value?
1: (laughs) Moving on From Mitzi Domesticated antelope
0: What's your goober?
1: (laughs) 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 Domesticated antelope
0: That's a lot. (laughs) Do it again.
1: Domesticated antelope.
0: uh, It's a lot. Say it again. I'm sorry. Last
1: time. Last time. Domesticated antelope.
0: Slice my... I don't know. It's a lot. I'm seeing a lot (laughs) coming out there.
1: Tommy writes, Dysfunctional family.
0: Slice my fabric. (laughs) She's
1: screaming. (laughs) Dysfunctional family.
0: Slice my Something.
1: remember what she said, swice me mellows a long time ago. (laughs) Dysfunctional family.
0: Is it your... Is it your... Moving on. (laughs) Moving on, or is it the...
1: Gene, this is from Gene flowering hibiscus
0: flowing in my britches flowing. <laughs>
1: flowing i can't take it what? wow we need to get her a towel or something cuz she's something. because she's a flowering hibiscus, or flowing in my britches. or flowing in your britches. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, tonight, Dualepa. Star one two point one with the Mark and Kim show. Eight forty four. Don't forget our podcast available every single day. Bonus material, but who needs bonus material when you've got Kim playing <laughs> careless whispering? Oh yeah. Do you Last have
0: point? plans to make it to Bucky's?
1: I've been to Bucky's. I've been to the one in. No, I'm, but you haven't been to ours. Same as every Bucky's is exactly the same. Except we know people at this one. Who do you know?
0: Well, just people around here and people work do you, there. Did you
1: know anybody at Bucky's yesterday? I did. Working there?
0: Yeah.
1: No, you didn't. I did. Every Bucky's is the same. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll go when it dies down. It's like going to Cheddars. You couldn't get into Cheddars for six <laughs> months, could you? All right, new music from Harry Styles. We'll chat about, I guess, Bucky's next on Star Two Point One. Why pay for advertising when you know? Him. Harry Styles and Satellite 847 on Starwater 2.1. 3 o'clock this afternoon at Starwater21FM.com. Half-price deal. Paula Deen's Lumberjack Adventure Park. It's a great time to have with the fam. Get two passes for 50 normally normally 100 bucks. Area's top-rated Adventure Park is right next to Paula Deen's Lumberjack Feud in the heart of Pigeon Forge. On sale today, Starwater21FM.com at 3 o'clock.
0: So we went to Bucky's for the grand opening yesterday. Mm -hmm. Does Bucky sell (laughs) Kool-Aid? Because I'm drinking it? (laughs) I'm telling you right now,
1: the way your family loses their mind over Bucky's. Now, it's a fun place. It is a fun place. But keep in mind. It's just a convenience store. Yeah,
0: but it's a, With a cool lot of food convenience and store.
1: A lot of stuff, Bucky. Bucky. Bucky b- everything. Printed. Yeah,
0: okay. we think we found our Christmas pajamas or oh, winter pajamas, God. as Eli <laughs> called them yesterday, because we didn't know that. I mean, they have Bucky's everything. Bucky Brandy branded everything, and Bucky we Brandy branded everything. Well, we can have we some had, of that. well, I know we had never been to a Bucky's before. We went to Atlanta a few weeks ago to go to this new. Now um, this is your third one here thing.
1: locally, which you're now calling.
0: Our buckies. It's our buckies. No, it's actually not your buckies. It Bucky's. is our buckies. It's Bucky's. East Tennessee's buckies. It's our buckies. You mean your family? Ours, all of ours, because no. it's just up the street. And so no. Eli and I, my son and I had decided that we were going on the day it opened, whenever that was, and they kept moving the date. So when they finally said that Monday was the day and they didn't no. move the date, we're like, okay, we'll go. Well, he had things he had to do. And, of course, it was a work day. So we went and we had we talked Ralph, my husband, into going with us, <laughs> which I didn't think he would do because he's like, it's our first day. It's going to be crowded. Yeah, right. It's going to be Messy. all the things. But it wasn't. I mean, by the time we went, because we went yesterday evening, um, by the time everything was done, it wasn't bad. Traffic going in wasn't bad. It had been earlier in the day because the Today Show was there yesterday morning, for God's sake. Oh. Because wow. it was the biggest in the world, and it will be for a little bit. Yeah, for there's a, another one opening. With sometimes. more, it's actually the more,
1: uh, more gas pumps. Is it more square footage per the for the building, or yeah. is it just the no, number of gas pumps? Everything.
0: It... It's both. So everything it's is a true. world record. And so for the bit, it's the biggest for a time. And I don't. Is Texas going to get the biggest one again? Because yeah. I think they
1: had the biggest one. Are they going to be? Because yeah, it's you know, going to take. You it can't again. outdo Texas when it comes to size. Well, and so, oh, that's no. their
0: home. That's where Bucky's right. first started. Not
1: sure where the biggest one's going to be, but it might be Texas.
0: I think it is too. Okay. but anyway, so right. Yeah, we you be we doing a road trip to Texas? No, because we have our own. I understand that, but it's it our <laughs> Bucky's now. So, oh. so anyway, we went. Just and a, my
1: everything, my this and
0: my. It this. is so it was cool. So you see people you know. We had several listeners there, so they were like, "Oh, you did come for the brand opening." Blah 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 blah. And so it was fun. How they, our listeners sound like that. They do, Ooh. and it was wonderful. So Eli on his knee scooter, he could make he could cover a lot of ground. So he, we went from one end to the other. And I've put on our Instagram page, <laughs> and it is wow. our he Instagram. page. You went from page. one end
1: of the buckies to the other. Yes, wow. several times. What an accomplishment!
0: <laughs> Several times we had dinner there. I had a cinnamon roll as big as my head for dinner. I know. Wait, what? That's not setting a you very ate good example.
1: A cinnamon roll for dinner. Yes. They have brisket, chicken, roll, they have taco, I got everything.
0: I wanted a cinnamon roll for dinner. And that's what I had. Mm
1: okay because i wasn't going to be very to healthy eat, this morning well
0: <laughs> i wasn't going to be able to eat a cinnamon roll if i had anything else but my son and husband had the three meat sandwiches and all that stuff so we just enjoyed soaking well, up the go. atmosphere and but it was one and we Bucky's got gas there too <laughs> was it cheaper gas you got to get by yeah it was okay it's like 280 something that's regular good. price well, you that's know. good that's, that's so, cheaper than it is everywhere else so right get now. by there and see it i I've mean been, it's, we're so glad to have it i've been
1: there done that didn't buy the cooler.
0: <laughs> or the Kool-Aid. Or the Kool-Aid.
1: <laughs> Harlem dro- d- Drove Trotters. <laughs> drove. Dro- drove Trotters. The Harlem Globe Trotters are the Grand Marshals. This, this year's 48th annual Gatlinburg, 4th of July. Midnight Parade, which is on July 3rd. Listen all week long to JW in the afternoon. He'll score you a VIP meet and greet passes with them there. Harlem Globe Trotters before their big 4th of July. Midnight Parade on July 3rd. From Star 102.1, 919 on Star 102.1 with the Mark and Kim show. I want you to listen to a Reddit post. Uh, Reddit is about to die. There a major revolt going on within Reddit, and they're charging people now. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, but yeah. Before it goes away, I want you to hear this, and tell me what you think of this, if you think it's real, and if, in fact, it is real, what you would do in this case, in this situation. Okay. Uh, I'm in my early 30s, and I've been looking to buy a house. I have been looking for six months and have recently gotten involved with my realtor on a more personal level. Mm. We began dating two months after we met and have had a very intense relationship ever since. I'm not really interested in him anymore, and I'm ready to end the personal relationship, but not the professional one, as in firing the realtor and getting somebody else. He told me that he would waive his commission and only take what he has to pay his broker. I know this sounds selfish, but I'm asking if I should hang on with him just a little longer to get a better price on the house or end things now. What if it takes me another two to six months to find my dream home? Is it worth being in a bad relationship to save thousands of dollars. I don't know how he will take it. If I completely end the relationship, what should I do? That makes you nothing other than a prostitute.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not for staying in a relationship if it's bad, because is it what worth I, your unhappiness for however long it takes you to find a house? It's it's effectively
1: you're staying in the relationship for money. Yeah, Simply. I just don't. You're being paid. You're leading somebody on too. Yeah. yeah there should be was. something about that, right? That should be my first concern that you're leading somebody on emotionally. Yeah.
0: That, I'm right, worry, that's I shouldn't your worry about happiness the f- too. I just. But um, but but she's doing it. This person is yeah. doing it.
1: If it's to be true, if it's to be you know. Yeah. It's well, we, we all think that there's
0: you know writers' creativity going. Well, on Well, writers on strike anyway, now, yeah, so who knows what yeah. they're doing? But I I I, I think. No, get out. But yeah, break it off. Right. Tell him you still like to be professional, you know, finding your home and everything, but
1: well I'd also like to know what home value she's looking in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I mean,
1: you know, when you pay a real so when you are a seller see, but that's the thing. She's a seller. No, she's a buyer. Buyer. Oh, I've uncovered it. It's that's fake this is fake. The only person that pays anything is the seller of the home. They pay 6%, and then realtors, a buyer's agent and the seller's agent, will split that percentage, five and a half, six, six 6, 6.5, whatever it is. So if she's working with a buyer's agent trying to find her a house, she's not paying nothing. A buyer, you don't pay your buyer's agent. The buyer's agent gets paid on the sale of the house from the seller of the house. Oh. She's lying. Want one? I just figured that out right as we spoke. I was just worried about the relationship and all the hurt she'd caused. No, actually, I was thinking, don't hold on for money. You're just, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. One Republic, runaway on Starwater 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to chat about, well, let me ask you a question.
0: Do you ever serve at a restaurant? No. Of course you didn't. What do you mean, of course well, I didn't? Well, your parents didn't
1: make you work a job. That's fine. I
0: worked at a hardware store. Remember? Building materials and in a hardware college. store. hmm Okay.
1: So you never served. But no. if you were a server and they changed you from tips to $30 an hour. Would you be like, okay, all right?
0: I th- I think okay. I don't know. Well, depends on how I was doing in tips.
1: Well, because mm, some people do really in, well in tips. Therein lies the problem. Tomorrow we'll chat about that and the uh, let's just say the server revolt at the restaurant that wants to pay them thirty dollars an hour because of oh I don't know something called socialism. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. You, do you remember the business years ago? Hey, no matter what your experience level, no matter how long you've worked here, you're gonna make seventy thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And everybody made the same yeah. thing. Yeah. The company's out of business now. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Coming up on the Mark and Kim okay. show tomorrow.
0: All you people
2: want is more, 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 more.
0: Wow,
1: the uh the office is a buzz. I just walked back to the office, the sales other people that work in the building are a buzz. They are a light. It's somehow some weird mystery. But Mark and Kim is being played in the back of the office.
0: No. Mm.
1: Because Kim did careless whispering that if you've made it this far into the podcast, you've heard. And uh of course she tries to read my lips with loud music in her headphones <laughs> and people, the salespeople and the uh, and the official staff of the of Starwater two point one and Summit Media in Knoxville are like, Oh my
0: god! Kim is so funny. I'm like,
1: I know. <laughs> she can't even. Flowing in my britches seems flowing in my britches. the favorite of the day. And but
0: you could see how I came up with that because it was flowering hibiscus, you said?
1: Flowering hibiscus, yeah. So you
0: can see flowing in my britches when you told me what it was afterwards. You yes. It doesn't matter how close hibiscus, it is. It's not a matter of what I say,
1: Kim. It's your response to it. And I mean, careless, careless whispering is not a mystery. It's a fact that without any thought whatsoever. You just throw out whatever. And, it, and half the time it's not even words. Some of them you yeah. heard were not even words, which <laughs> is gonna make it very difficult when poor Tyler, new man Tyler Gann has to uh, transcribe for the TikTok video. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how you spell some of those things.
2: Oh yeah, it's going to be difficult. It'd Be
1: funny if you could put like the meme graphic up, like every time one of those weird words she says comes yeah. up in some crazy way, you spelled like make it like pop on the screen, like yeah. For your Manisha. <laughs> I'm not even sure how you spell that, but uh, thanks for coming this far to the podcast. We appreciate that. Just remember that no matter when you hear this, no matter when you're listening, whether it's midnight or nine thirty or ten fifteen or twelve o'clock. The Mark and Kim Show is a morning radio show that's on Star 102.1, Monday through Friday, and a weird Saturday appearance, uh, f- 555 to <laughs> Some, and, random, uh, Saturday some random Saturday appearance. I don't get it either, but here we, there we are. Um, feel free to make sure that uh, you, you tell everybody about us. We appreciate that, and that you remember what time of the day we're on. When asked the question by anybody, hey, when's that Mark and Kim show on? Oh, that's on every morning. Or you can get on a podcast and time shift at any time you like. But on the f radio dial, everybody, it's 102.1 from 555. We'll call that 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. And we appreciate whenever you listen.
1: I understand that, but we have to make sure that's people true. know that we're a morning show. We too. want to be sure. Yes. People go, you're a morning show? Believe it or, you or on not. on the internet. Some guy in the <laughs> Philippines wrote me like a year ago. <laughs> the Philippines. I, if you go, you can look and see where we're heard mm. in different countries. And yeah. the Philippines had a listener who, who reached out. And I didn't know until, I, until he reached out. He goes, hey, I'm in the Philippines. I listen to you guys. And you guys are a radio station, too? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you can listen to us on our app. The whole thing. It's funny. But yeah, well, if you- That's uh, awesome. You always, it's, I'm always surprised. We did a feature a long time ago and may have even before I was here. No, because we had really good streaming on this, on this radio station on the website, on the Star 102.1 website when I first got here great streaming the streaming was awesome and we did a bit one morning we were, okay wherever you're hearing us call us right now reverse the charges blah 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 when they were still allowing us to take like collect calls and that's stuff that's
0: probably right why now. they took them away and uh, somebody,
1: <laughs> called, somebody called us from australia and somebody called us from somewhere they were stationed in J- in i think japan Can't remember exactly where it was, but I so I said like turn up your radio. I want to hear what I sound like coming out of speakers in in Japan. Yeah, sounded exactly the same, of course. But yeah, you weren't speaking Japanese or anything. It was just neat. And I also had them go turn on their TV in Japan too. Yeah. So I could hear what the TV was like in Japan. And oddly enough, it was all in Japanese. (laughs) Hmm. I don't get it either. But imagine. So yeah, thank you for all the things you do to uh, to make the Mark and Kim show possible. We just hope that you continue to do those things to continue to make the Mark and Kim show possible when other people may not want it possible. Oh, but um, bum. Just kidding. So you have something in your grubby little paws?
0: Uh, My paws aren't grubby. I have washed them. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting thing. I thought you and Tyler uh, could maybe lend a voice to. It's um, a survey where masculine guys admitted. throws Tyler out of it, doesn't it? Uh. Might leave both of you out of it. Hey, hold Uh. hold the dough, ho. Well, you're both kind of, I mean, you're Uh. both in touch with your feminine sides. I mean, you have a lot of women in your life.
1: But we're both masculine men. How else would we have all this toxic masculinity if we weren't masculine men, right? right? Right. Exactly.
0: But what I'm saying is you're both in touch with your feminine sides. Now, what do you mean by
2: that exactly?
1: Well, it's a report done down here at uh, Human Resources. Oh. <laughs> You've been touching people's feminine sides or something. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no.
0: What I'm saying is that you're both sensitive. Um, There's
1: that where, yes. You, you have yeah. sensitive
0: sides. But this is where masculine guys admitted all the stereotypically feminine things that they actually love and enjoy. Okay. Okay? Mm.
1: Well, so you're testing right. us to see if we actually are sensitive males? Because I think there was something else today I saw where if I call you sensitive, it's bad. But if you call me sensitive, it's good. Yeah. We'll get into that later. We'll get into yeah. that later. Yeah, so, I so, think we okay. should. But- so we should, this should mean that we are not toxic men. Yeah. If, in fact, any of these apply to us. Yeah. Okay. Like?
0: Like, for an example, okay, the first thing he get did is one of the guys said, every night I get home from my dirty industrial maintenance job. I don't know why he felt the need to say he was a dirty old industrial job guy. Because it's a manly thing. Yeah, right? I guess. Okay, what do you mean you don't understand? At a steel mill. At steel a mill. It's hard for me to say that. Steel <laughs> mill. And then he puts on a movie and drinks Moscato Rosé. <laughs> Like, because people don't expect him to do that, you know? I'll have a beer or a bourbon. Mm-hmm. I will not have wine. You, no. So
1: you're not a wine drinker at all? I'll drink wine, but I will never have a wine. I'll, like, if there's wine available or I'm at a tasting and other people are drinking wine, then I'll drink wine.
2: Now, what about if it adds or it complements to the meal you're eating?
1: I never find that that wine has ever complemented a meal because I don't understand that. Okay. I, cu- I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> White with fish and red with steak. I couldn't tell you why because it does. I don't know enough about it, nor is my palate, uh, a palate enough refined to know, oh, well, this really brings out the this or that. I don't know. Look, I drink it because it's cold. I drink it because it tastes good. I'm not talking about wine, whatever I'm drinking. Okay. And if that happens, and beer, look, beer goes with everything. Fish, fowl, (laughs) meat, I don't care. Beer goes with everything. And so I'll have a beer or a Diet Coke, and then I'll finish it at the end of the meal with a bourbon. I'm just into the bourbon and a little brandy and some tequila. I've gone from tequila to almost all bourbon, but wine, please. Mm. But some people really like it, and I'm just yeah. i not into it. Yeah. But maybe that's my toxic masculinity, not allowing myself to really evolve into wine connoisseurship.
0: Well, not necessarily. I mean, that's just one thing. There's all sorts of things, like having hobbies that people define as effeminate, such as baking, gardening, stuff Is like that. Is cooking effeminate? I, you know, I don't think See, so. Cooking. Top chefs in the world are men. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, there are some top women chefs, Okay. I used to
1: think that singer, male singers, was effeminate. Really? Why? I don't know why. Sing, it used to be singing in front of, before I started doing it myself, singing in front of people, I always thought, oh, that's like not a girl thing, but it just seemed like there weren't any tough guys.
2: Yeah, they were soft. They were soft. Yeah. They yeah. Were, just,
1: you know, were just musicians. Yeah. You know? I could say that. And then, you know, it just it didn't, and then I discovered rock and roll music, and then they're really effeminate guys a lot of times. But yeah, but I, I, I love to cook, and if, if that's effeminate now- my apron and my, with a bikini on. Does that, <laughs> does that make me? But that's kind of being ironic, man, like, isn't it? Yeah,
0: or would you call it that? Now you said you
2: like to cook. Yeah, I love to cook. What do you no. cook? Um, just anything. Like I just, like I, I can't like, like what's just your, produce a recipe right now. Yeah, but what's but your go-to meal? Uh, really don't have one. Well then, then how can you say you cook? Well, when I do the cooking, I enjoy it. Do you do most of the cooking in your home? I did it first, but here of late I do not. Huh? Hmm.
1: What's the last thing you cooked?
2: I, uh, I don't even remember. That it's been a truth. while. You just said.
1: <laughs> what you just said I cook. I, I cook. Yeah. <laughs> like what you like? Like what do you make better than anything else? Like what's your like? That's your go-to. Like what are you really
2: good at? I don't know. <laughs> I've never had anybody tell me, "Hey, that's good." <laughs> So. <laughs> so
1: then you don't have something that's good. If no one tells you your food is good, then
0: is your food any good? Well, what's your go-to? Oh, no, everything. No, you can't say everything. What is I, your go-to? I make,
1: I make different, I come up with different pasta sauces on my own. Okay. Like last night I had, I went to Trader Joe's, yeah, me, hmm. and I got cacio e pepe, Ravioli, and I made my own cacio e pepe sauce to go with it, which is cheese and pepper. And I shredded up, or I granulated, I should say, the pecorino romano cheese. I uh, I, I I toasted peppercorns. I ground them in a mortar and pestle, and then I and then I cooked the. I toasted the uh, the pepper, and then I made the sauce and added the ravioli in. And so yeah, I made a pistachio pesto a few weeks ago. I think I even told pistachio
0: you pistachio pesto. Mm. Oh. I think he likes just the way that yeah. sounds too. Or the fact that it tasted really good. Yeah, I'm sure it did. It. I'm sure it did. So yes, I will my my go to is pasta and their sauce. And then you just make a But I mean, do you have cuz you said you make different pasta. I understand that, but when you have like, oh, we got to have something quick, what is your go to? A pasta is is it always pasta?
1: No, I mean, but if you have prepared meals, you can that's your always your go to. I, mean, mm-hmm. I you know, I told you my uncle is Jose Olay, and my father <laughs> is <laughs> Chef Boyardee. So, while I may have Let's just say above average cooking abilities when it comes to dinner time, yeah, lunch and snacks. Like I said, I'm straight in the trash can. I'm straight in the trash. I'm horrible. I'm a horrible eater during the day. At night, I refine the palate a little bit and create pasta sauces. Um, but we have found, we have found that I think it's Home Chef is the one we use, which sends you. You just order the meals, and they send you the meals. Um, no matter if they're more expensive than you think you want to pay for a meal, mm-hmm. they're less expensive than going to the grocery store and buying all the ingredients. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found and that. And then yeah. you have leftover ingredients mm-hmm. that usually go bad, so that's waste.
0: Yeah. But with these, it's and you, like
1: very. Li- and you literally pay more money. So we are, I think it's Home Chef is one we're using. Mm-hmm. They send you all the ingredients in the actual portion sizes. Yeah. I'm not buying, like if even if it calls for, let's say uh, oregano, they'll send you a little packet of the amount of oregano you need, not send you uh, like a whole pack like a whole of b- a bottle, like a whole bottle yeah. of oregano. Yeah. Yeah. So which will could sit there, and if you don't use it again for a year, well then it goes back. Yeah. So so that for us, even though it's probably about ten dollars a meal, uh, which is not terrible. No, it's no, not not terrible. Not um, at all. Especially when you have multiple emails, <clears throat> and you can sign up for several <laughs> different. <laughs> trial memberships i get that um yeah we all do that <clears throat> um that it does ends up it ends up saving money and the food is absolutely delicious yeah. there's ones i wouldn't recommend mm-hmm. but so my go-to is is home chef but if i'm gonna cook yeah i'll create a pasta yeah dish for somebody and then i can do all sorts. i could do i do a great chicken parm i do an egg eggplant parmesan i do roasted egg eggplant
0: spaghetti sauces mm-hmm. i do all sorts of mm-hmm. stuff so so, if cooking, that's, but I think, I think, I don't think of that as here. feminine. What other effeminate? But I don't think of that as as feminine necessarily. Right. You know, but. And
1: feminine and effeminate are different. Now, there.
0: here's one the pampering. Now, I know you get into pampering some, and I oh, know you I'm do too. To do it, so, yeah. I think this I is a good one for both of anymore. you. I think this is
1: good for both of you. I now don't do massages anymore. I have one waiting for me. I have a paid massage waiting for me, and I won't go. Why? Oh. I, I can't take it right. I don't know what it is. Something about it is so what's the word? It's so, it's so centric. It's so self-centered. I just, I have, I I lay there and I can't enjoy it. The last last two massages I went to, I had trouble enjoying it. I had like, I felt guilty the entire time. Not because somebody else wasn't getting one is that I really, and you may find this to be hard, hard to believe seeing I'm such a, you know, egomaniac and everything is that I cannot stand that much focus upon me.
0: Mm-hmm. i kid
1: you not so where are you going to go with the pampering thing it should be interesting because i'll probably say <laughs> i'll probably reject it shoot it right down because you
0: may but i mean i'm i'm all about the pampering but you're and a, a girl. Lot of people and a We're lot of people think men, and a lot of people think you know it's a it's all a female thing but i think it's good when men have pampering for themselves like, you're gonna one of the panties. gentlemen said i had my eyebrows waxed every week for the last 25 years and i don't plan on giving it up anytime if soon If there's a stray long hair in my eyebrows you know what i do I pluck it out. Yeah. But I, you've had them waxed before. You've had one them time. done before. You did it here. Well, now I had it, brought it done in for you.
1: And, I, and it was another one of those times where I just literally could not stand that much attention focused on me. You know, being such a selfish person and all, I know that's hard to believe.
0: But Tyler, I know you like the pampering. So yeah. what are some of the things that you do?
2: Well, now, I've never had my eyebrows waxed per se, but my barber used to uh, trim my eyebrows while he did my hair. But um, That's other- a
1: full barbering. Like if yeah. you go to a barber shop now, do you actually go to a barber shop? Yeah, okay. I go well, to the barber. A- will do that. That's part of the barbering. A hair salon, like a stylist, they won't touch your eyebrows. They won't touch your beard. Yeah, they won't touch your mustache. But if you go to a barber, he'll mu- he'll do your mustache, your beard, your eyebrows, your ear hair, if you got any, and then your hair on- your hair on your head.
0: But I know you do some things like you and your girlfriend have some pampering evenings and stuff.
2: Yeah, we um, we've actually. Both done tea tree masks together. What no? um, Tea tree masks, like exfoliating tea tree? masks. Yes. What is tea tree? Tea tree oil. Um, what a tea! It, it's it, like a tree made out of tea, or a, it's a tea tree oil. It's a um, what's what's the word for it? Uh, essential oil. Mm-hmm. Or, essential yeah, oil. Essential oil. I have oil. a word for it. What's that? I probably sha not use it. though. <laughs> <laughs> tea tree oil. Matt, you do a mask. I, I, I've done it before. So you're into skin care. Yeah. Yeah. My skin care is
1: let me wash my face when I get to work in the morning. Oh. That's my skincare.
2: I wash my face mm-hmm. with
1: the industrial soap in the bathroom.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've got eye cream. I've got morning cream, afternoon cream. Uh, How many times
1: are you applying cream to your face?
2: Twice a day. Uh, w- uh, the morning one I has so sunscreen. Por- I have so
1: many porny jokes to make, but I won't. Go ahead. <laughs> the
2: morning one has sunscreen. It's to like, uh-huh. keep you from aging because uh, if the sun's out, you still need sunscreen regardless. You know what I say about suns out? What's that? Guns out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guns out, baby. Now, see, you're more
0: you're doing more of the, you know, guys, guy thing on that. But he's very skincare-centric, and I knew that just from but some things he said. people say to me all the
1: time how remarkably unlined my face is. Well, and that's good. If it works for you,
0: that's great. But he's, I mean, I knew that Tyler had, you know, skincare regimens that he does. And, you know, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool that he does that. Good for him. But, okay, now, some men admitted to wearing women's deodorant. Because they said it smelled better than the men's deodorant because the men's deodorant, they said, was always a little very He-Man smelling. You know, so they'll wear women's deodorant because it works just as well. Why don't
1: you just
2: get unscented? Well, I've heard it worked better, actually. The women's deodorant? Yeah. Secret? I've never used it. Well, actually, I've used it a couple times My wife had a lavender
1: one that I got off on for a little while, but I barely used deodorant to begin with. Uh, my body's just stopped creating smells now there are certain shirts that i wear that make the shirt smell bad mm-hmm. but i also That smell- may be
0: some of the dyes or something in the shirt
1: whatever it is you yeah. um, so i've avoided those shirts but something has happened in my body chemistry where my feet and my underarms don't stink i mm. you think i'm <laughs> It's the God there has to be some kind truth. of smell. I know you've said that before, but there has Ask to be some kind of smell somewhere. my wife. What has <laughs> happened to Mark's odor? It has completely disappeared. And I watch well, somebody's going to text and say, you know, that's a sign of blankety blank or whatever. But wouldn't you rather know?
0: <laughs> I mean, if it is something. No, I mean, I'm,
1: living, I'm living it out. Have baby. you talked yeah. to your
0: doctor about it? Just to Why I don't be smell? Sure why I don't yet? have any body odor anymore? Yeah, just why to I can be barely sure. use
1: deodorant and I can go five, six days Without deodorant, yeah, I, just to be know, sure. I just no, I haven't thought about asking the doctor. Plenty of other concerns to worry about, <laughs> much less ask the doctor on stuff.
0: So one man was talking about how he was ridiculed for liking candles so much, and he said it just makes the glow in his home much more relaxing, and he kind of likes the aromatherapy effects mm-hmm. of it. How do you feel about that?
2: Oh, I do the same thing. I, I love having like I like every single day. I'll do the Febreze fabric on the couch and everything else. Spray the air effects, light some candles. You I have, have to kill your cologne smell from everything. Oh, no, we still got the cologne smell in there. <laughs> Jeez, so it's all mixing? Oh, yeah, it's all. <laughs> oh, that's,
0: that's, that's
1: <laughs> and you should tell him that's wrong.
0: Well, you don't want to mix you're all too about many. Scent,
1: didn't you say, you, you're the one who said something about scent patterns or something. Yeah, s- you don't want to mix palette? too many things. Yeah. So your scent palette is Febreze, cologne, candles. Tea tree oil, I mean, what else could you make?
0: <laughs> well, the tea tree oil is, is something he's using on his face, and it does have happens, a little bit had, of a scent, but it's has not a bad. Scent. But it's not bad. Now, do you have any scent in your home, I mean, other than pasta sauce and, I mean. but well, sorry, what's that? Okay, that's a scent you don't <laughs> want overpowering. But, I mean, do you do, do? you and your wife have any we kind have, of.
1: We have lavender throughout the house. We yeah. have bunches mm. of lavender. We grow lavender in our yard. We have purchased lavender for display. It hangs in certain places. It sits in this massive. Uh, tray thing that we have where we've gotten a few pounds of it just literally sits in there. And, and I have a lavender pillow that uh, one of our favorite listeners gave me. So um, we don't burn any... No oils burn constantly in our house and no candles are lit. We have those fake candles that look real. Yeah. Mm. But we, but nothing that puts off any scent other than, I don't know, my wife still does the Glade things and the in the plug-ins or whatever, mm-hmm. but we don't do any... We're not into the aromatherapy at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I actually have some lavender spray... That I spray on the bed and on the uh, pillows before yeah. I go to sleep at night. Also, yeah, there's supposed some to help sheet. you sleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. How's that working out for you? Uh, not working too well. <laughs> you
0: you're should get up. You should get a like scent that. That. that makes
2: you get up in the morning. Is there a scent for that? Peppermint. I'll be Peppermint for helps it. you wake up in the morning. Peppermint is supposed to,
0: you well, know, help you, you know, wake. you have to have
1: somebody come in and spray it down while you're sleeping to make oh. sure you get
0: up when the alarm goes off. Yeah.
1: Although you're off the hook right now because the last late person of the Mark and Kim show. No, that was me. Oh yeah, her. Misery yeah.
2: loves company. <laughs>
1: it certainly does. And boy, it's certainly miserable around here when you guys are late.
0: Sorry. How do y'all feel about true crime mysteries and stuff like that? Because one guy said, I love a true crime show. And he goes, everybody I've ever met who loves them is a woman. He goes, I'm the only guy I know who loves this stuff. If in fact there weren't so many of them, because everything's
1: copycat. Every TikTok video is a copycat of somebody else's TikTok video. Every crime podcast... Look, if I read in the news that while the taping of the podcast is going on and something develops, this is the same thing about a documentary. The key to a documentary is not necessarily covering something just particularly biographical. Mm-hmm. Something has to develop during the podcast. Okay, okay. I'll give you an example, S-Town. S-Town is one of the best crime podcasts of all time. It, uh, it's been out for five to seven years now, and during the taping of S-Town, which I will recommend highly, it's available probably on Spotify, um, something takes place during the just the, he, he, this guy, this podcaster heard of the story, went down to the small town in Alabama or Georgia, either one, started to cover this story, and then something happened, During that, if something happens and I hear like Serial, that podcast, oh yeah, okay, something happened during that. That was an Mm -hmm. evolving situation. Mm -hmm. If it's just a quick look back at a mystery story and they build it up like they're going to uncover something and they never do. And they never do. Mm-hmm. I've listened to my a bunch of them. I'm like, okay. All so right. you
0: want it while it's still going on. Not
1: necessarily going on, but something develops while it's happening. Even if it's a cold case and they, they uncover something significant, which then creates an action, then I'm into it. But I need to hear about that first. I can't just explore every single crime podcast. And I listen to podcasts all the time. I truly do. I think it's the future of audio, and I'm glad we're a part of it. But I'm saying... I have to, it has to be, it has to be buzzworthy before I'll listen because I know I get hooked and I get rooked. And a lot of people. Can be satisfied just listening to it like they would listen to an audio book. But the good thing about an audio book is that there's twists and turns and things that happen because it's a story. Well, but it's, you don't
0: always know something's going to happen. I mean, if you're going through, uh, listen to uh, me.
1: I'm saying the thing is already produced. It's not most of them. These, these these true crime podcasts aren't live. Generally speaking, some of them have weekly updates on stuff. Some of them are. Yeah. But, but when they look back at an old crime, okay. And and or but this one, this S Town podcast, while they were taping it. And in the production of it, before they released it, something something specific had happened, um, and it's one of the most interesting podcasts to this day. And I've listened to hundreds of them since. That it's called S Town. Mm-hmm. If you just that's a recommendation right there. If you want to try that out, so you know, I'm not really into it. I need to hear about it first. Okay. Are you a true crime podcast person? Or are you any podcast person? Um, After producing this podcast, are you like forget ever done with them? <laughs> never no, listen no. to a podcast <laughs> again?
2: Um, not really into the podcast, but I have watched 3 um, Netflix documentaries on true crimes like mm-hmm. John Wayne Gacy and yeah. And stuff those are biographical, like
1: you know everything that happened in them, but Yeah.
2: But they're
0: still interesting.
2: But yeah. but
1: th- everything that happened because that person was dead by the time the the documentary was produced there was no new oh and this just revealed itself right. halfway through this podcast taping so mm-hmm. that's what i wait for those kind of buzzworthy they made the news kind of podcasts
0: but you don't necessarily think they're girl shows
1: no, girl shows. yeah that's no. what this guy was saying See, there's books there's... that are girl books there's books that <laughs> yeah. are boy books oh really huh you really
0: believe that like 50 how, many,
1: how many how many well there's that but how many male authors do you read
0: several actually you read male authors yeah because i like the mysteries and i like the murders and i mean i do a lot of
1: women write women a lot of women write murder mysteries. yes and i
0: read those but see my husband reads um a lot of male authors and- i think
1: men read male authors and will not hardly ever hardly ever hardly ever read a female author no. I know your husband, husband read, of, he read all the Harry Potter stuff, which yeah, was, was, about yeah. it was that, written yeah. by a woman. But, I'm, I mean,
0: he'll read a male author, and, and it's very rarely that we like the same books. But sometimes he'll say, I think you'd like this one, Kimmy. And so he'll suggest it, and I'll read it. But the same thing with me. I mean, we'll we'll suggest them sometimes. So we do cross over sometimes. I can say I have but,
1: an entire wall of books. Mm-hmm. And I have a whole section from my wife's books and that's off to the side. <laughs> they're all female authors. She only reads female authors. I only read no, male I, authors. No, I can say I don't. What am I saying? I'm reading Agatha Christie right now. I'm reading The Merger of Roger Ackroyd right now. So that's, a, what am I saying? I'm reading a woman, I'm reading a, I mean, and it feels, it's like a book. I don't even know why I, and I don't want to use the word discriminate, but I don't know why I've just always, because it's kind of like how you grew up. You're like, oh, you know, although I read Judy Bloom. You know, I, I think read-
0: a lot of times the female authors take on a uh, this- another pen name under a male name, really? so that they can get a wider, yeah, yeah, audience. I
1: think, mm. um, yeah. I just realized something: we're doing a podcast, and something just uncovered itself right in the middle of the podcast. I, see? I thought all <laughs> these years I've been reading male authors, only to find out that I've been reading female authors too. Bump, bump, bum. This bum. whole time, there you Maybe have this it. makes the news, and people will say, "Wow, we got to listen to that." July 27th, excuse me, June 27th podcast. <laughs> Mark had an epiphany. All right, get ready to wrap this thing up. More masculine things, or I'm sorry, feminine things we should be embracing.
0: Do you ever order just a salad at dinner?
1: I have, yes. Well, uh, yeah. I've it's a rare been. thing, though. I'll do it for lunch before I'll do it for dinner. But if a good chicken salad or a good uh, steak salad, when I was still eating steak, yes.
0: Well, because guys who order salads... One in particular said, I order salad and then my wife orders a steak and baked potato or whatever. And then the server comes to the table and always gives her the salad and me the steak. And he's like, no, you, that's mine and that's her. They never they never get the order right. He's, specific
1: gender roles uh-huh. that we have had for thousands of years. And mm-hmm. that seems like, yes, the lady, who's probably a smaller human being than the man, <laughs> will more than likely have the salad. Versus but see, even when
0: you say that. Yeah. Yeah. What because I'm doing, I love I'm, salad doing, for dinner.
1: What I'm doing is what the server did. Mm-hmm. I said the roles have mm-hmm. always been the big meat-eating husband. will get the steak and the tater. And then, you know, the dainty little wife. Mm-hmm. She'll get the salad. So but that's that might the- not be
0: the case for you anymore. I mean, you've, you've even said you don't eat steak anymore, or you can't. Your body right. won't let you. I'm not talking about me. We're talking no, about the No, I know. Server. I, know. Yeah. I know you said I, that. You I, made my, that clear. I have
1: I have grown unaccustomed to steak. I don't necessarily dig it anymore. I don't know what's happened. Something in my body is telling me, yeah, you don't need it. In terms of you know meat that's tough to digest, I don't know. So that's what I read about it. It's the last couple of times I had steak, I put it in my mouth, I'm chewing it, and I'm just <laughs> no matter no matter how soft or just how like well you can't get yeah. through it. It's just it's like oh I can get through it. It's like I'm just ew, I don't know. I'm not a vegetarian, not a pescatarian, I'm not a whatever. I just I just it, it has lost its appeal. Like anything else, have you ever had anything in your life that's lost its appeal at some point? As oh, many, yeah. As many breakups as you had, I'm sure you've had. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> as many jobs as you <laughs> had. As many jobs. Yeah. Man, that job lost its appeal. Or did the job lose its appeal for you? That's the question. No, you can lose your appeal for something. And so maybe because at one point in my life
0: I ate so much steak that uh, I just decided, eh. And the last two that I've got is your heart melting when you see cute baby animals.
1: You know, I love cute baby animals now more than at any other point in my life. Yeah, I love I am know. because I know I will never own another cute baby animal <laughs> for the rest of my you life. You know, I'm, I don't I know am, if you'll
0: be able to hold on to that because you love animals. I just, I think I, you're you going to have another
1: animal. Cindy from down the hall had her animal here yesterday. I was on the floor. I was rubbing on it, kissing on it, playing with it. There's somebody else that's got a puppy down the hallway I heard about. I'll go down and I'll snuggle that puppy and then I'll go home to my house. It has no dog hair. I'll go home to my house that I can lock the door on a Friday afternoon, and then come back on Sunday afternoon. And guess what? I didn't have to worry about a dog. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I've got a next door neighbor's that the dog that barks constantly. Guess who? Guess who? That's not. Guess where that's not coming from? From my your house. house. Yeah. I, I love dogs. I love dogs. I promise. I swear on the Bible. Oh. Because my wife feels the exact same way. And if it's my wife's feeling, you know damn well okay. I'm right along.
0: Yeah. Well, that might there be There will thing. not yeah. be
1: one more pet. How about this? A bit, of a, a bit of a bone of contention in the family. My daughter, my middle daughter who lives in Spartanburg, has two dogs
0: who we love. The grandpuppies, yeah. The grandpuppies
1: yeah. aren't allowed at our house.
0: <gasps> <gasps> they really? have been
1: uninvited, disinvited, <gasps> not invited, whatever, whatever negative invite you can put up. She's mad about it. She's like, well, it's not fair. I'm like, what do you mean it's not fair? You let the grandson in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <sighs> exactly. We have chosen to not befoul this house. Oh, I did not know that they had not been
0: in inva- Oh, I didn't yeah.
1: know that. They're just we love you. But, and we'll pay for your dog care while you're here. When you come in for the weekend or whatever the case may be, we'll pay. She's a teacher. She doesn't make a lot of money. I'm not afraid to supplement her income. Um,
0: I'll, I'll pay. I'll, I'm not having them in our Since house. Since you're not inviting them. We have yeah. hardwood
1: floors. Yeah. They will scratch it up. Oh, yeah. We have carpets you know, here and there, like rugs, I should say. They'll scratch it up. We have a nice finish on our floor. We have no dog here. I mean, none. And so you're di- – well, I'm about a- those scratches. And, and, and when, we, when we washed down our house from top to bottom when we sold the house, mm-hmm. we febrezed, we had carpets cleaned, everything – and we had everything out, and we had to come back a few days later for something, I guess the closing or whatever. We came back and did a goodbye or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There was still a small smell. A small smell. Just the, oh, it's lived in, and it had, a, it had dogs for the 20 years that we lived there. Mm-hmm. There's no, you can't. It's like cigarette smoke in a car. You can never get it out. You can really, truly... Truly, never get the dog or the cat smell out of your house, and so we've decided this is not the house for that. And then eventually, when they sell, it, when we have to sell this house, or February. Um
0: <laughs> it will not have had a dog or a cat in the house. So you can say it's truly a no-pet home. Right. home so. Now, we have
1: rats. Does that say... Uh, well, you know. Yeah. But they're actually really fun. I mean, if you just, you know... Just get, play with them. Get down yeah. on the floor. And play. <laughs> they bite you a little bit. But other than that, you know, you take the tail, you spin it around, they yeah. get all dizzy, they run in circles, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And one final...
0: Yes, last but not least. Being affectionate with your male friends.
1: If they... I have some... I have... Truly like two to three, maybe four, males, men my age, that have become more than just acquaintances over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And there's not one of them that I don't hug and kiss. Yep. There's not one of them that I don't hug and kiss.
2: Now, also me, I have just a very select few, but uh, we'll tell each other we love each other Mm -hmm. and hug. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, other than... Yeah, I'm not going to just... Right. not just, just everybody. Just right. Every friend. Friend. we give hugs, yeah. and we give smooches. Like if you know. somebody out, yeah. consider a brother. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, that's my. I'm so glad to see my son does that with. He's got like this core group of friends, mm-hmm. and they'll say, "Love you guys." You know when they. But your son them. is gay, so that's no, a, no. <laughs> but he loves to play with my rats. <laughs> you know, he's a masculine gay. He's a masculine <laughs> gay rat lover. <laughs> no, but I think it's good that guys with their core group or their yes, whatever, you I'm know, not afraid it's to like, be affectionate because yeah. you never know. you might not see them again or whatever and i think especially when we've
1: been drinking around a campfire
0: i love you
1: (laughs)